don't you dare be sour. Clap for the return of your podcast host and feel the power. Atlanta. That was absolutely beautiful. I knocked my headphones off for anybody not watching on YouTube. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the return of Coach in the Media podcast. Zach, we're on episode six, powered by Ray's Energy. That's right. We have our very first sponsor. We'll get into a, that a little bit later in the show. Zach, it's been a, it's been a minute. It has, my guy, and we decided uh, we decided to start a podcast. We decided to have some fun with it, and then we decided to just get super busy and not talk to each other for a little bit, and that sucked. So we were both we're back. slammed for like, I mean, it's been two it's it's been two weeks since I've been back in the in the United States, but it's right. It's been over a month since we've done a podcast. It's, it has, it's crazy. There's a lot that's it, happened. Um, I, I know we didn't talk about this on the show notes, but we do owe Giannis an apology. That's been about we, six weeks overdue. <laughs> we do owe Giannis an apology. The, the, the uh, Bucks won the title, and, and coach in the media went on went on a six week hiatus. Yeah, that was uh, Giannis <laughs> called me, and he actually he called me himself, and he was he told me I needed to stop talking for a little bit. That's actually what happened. Guys. That, that's, that's exactly uh, what happened. Had a, had a, Giannis got on happened, the horn, yeah. and and Zach got really scared. Yeah. Yeah, but I was like, yes, yes, sir, I do what you say. And it was it was awkward, but, you know, he yelled at me for a little bit, and I kind of liked it, but it was okay. Yeah. So we are – we're back, brother. Dude, it's it's nice to be back. Like, I've, I've been – I've been going stir-crazy not doing a podcast. And I know I've, – I've been, I've been trying to figure out how to start this, this segment for, like, probably three or four weeks now. Um, I want to give out okay. – a quick fan of the week to Jacob Blair, who has nonstop blown up both of our phones. Yes. Because there's not been an episode in six weeks. Yeah. That man we, has, uh, like, he is dedicated. Like, he's going in a, the, the coach in the media, like, Hall of Fame, like, for is. guests. Is like, he's not even a guest on the show, which we have to get him on one of these shows. But he's going to go in the Hall of Fame because that man is, he's been on our asses more than any producer I've ever had. And right. he's not even a producer. He's just, he's like, boys, I got to have an episode. Yeah. And the thing is, we have a group text now, and that's not even our fault. That's Jacob being No, mad Jacob at us. started the text. Yeah. And he, he got to the point, like, the last three times, he wouldn't, like, say, hey, boys, where's the episode? He would just, like, post a GIF of, like, somebody rolling their eyes, like, every yeah. Wednesday. He was getting so mad. Yeah. And, it, and I understand. Uh, but it was, man, it was just been crazy. It's been a crazy time. Dude, it's, it's been very crazy. What's the say? How about this? How about this? What was the since we took our hiatus? What's the coolest thing that's happened to you? Well, let's see. Since in the last six weeks, uh-huh. I mean, I came home from Japan. Boom. That I mean, that's cool. Japan was awesome. We could do a whole show yeah. on just stuff I did in Japan. Um, for sure. I mean, this this is gonna be news to you. But Christine and I are working on closing closing in on buying a house, like here in Lexington. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. That is sick. Yeah. No, Organic announcements live. <laughs> Let's go. 
Yeah, that no, we're just awesome. pretty much waiting for the bank to be like, yes, this house is like, it's okay to buy kind of thing. You can put Coach in the media up for collateral if you need to. I'll, I'll give you permission. <laughs> Dude, it's got a garage. <laughs> she said, I can have the whole entire garage. I'm building a set in the garage. Like you know this, the, hey, I'm putting turf down. You know what that means, right? I need to make another call. About I, I, I think Joe I, Rogan, we're coming for you. <laughs> we're coming for you, Joe. Dude, I'm, have I'm putting, fun. I told her I'm putting turf down on the on the on the ground, so it's gonna be a turf uh-huh. carpet. Like it's not gonna be green carpet. I'm physically going to get turf, like this shit right here, like this like on my it. background. I'm getting turf. I'm putting turf down. Um, but yeah, that's probably. Currently, the most exciting thing I have going for me at the moment. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, it's 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 a blast. It's a little nerve wracking because like I don't know. At it this is. point, like we we signed the papers, we got pre approved on it, but like right, it's kind of it's a waiting game now for the for the bank to be like, yes, you are allowed to buy this house. Well, let's go. That is fantastic. <laughs> Good so for what, y'all. What about you, man? What 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 have you done in the last six weeks? It's different. Wow, man. A lot. <laughs> I'll tell I, you I, that. I know you were texting me this stuff that happened to you, and I was like, my God, you've man, been crazy I got, busy. I got a new job. Thank the Lord, man. And, uh, you know, you're jumping into the education and stuff like that. It's going to be amazing. I'm super excited about it. Um, I got another coaching gig. I'm freaking pumped. I'm going to be going to be with some really cool people, and, and that's exciting. But, man, the best thing has happened. I'm going to be honest with you, brother. You know what it is. I know exactly what it is, my guy. Your boy's getting married, son. He's got he's got an F word now. I got an F word. I don't know how to spell fiance. I can Bro, say it. No, I remember the video that you I think it was on Facebook that you posted. I think it was Grace posted where yeah. it was you asking Siri how to spell fiance. And I was nice. losing my mind because <laughs> I was, like, hey, I was in your shoes a long time, like a, a once upon a time. Because I could not remember time, how to man. I did not remember how to spell it. Cause I mean we we're not exactly the, the spellers of the family. Hell no. We're talking about <laughs> sports. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, you know, I, I, we talk about Jacob Blair. And, uh, I ran it through him and I ran it through you and, and my buddy Elijah. And, you know, mm. the kind of the boys and y'all, you, you guys kind of mentored me and helped me out. Man, um, yeah, August 2nd, I asked her to marry me. And for some reason, she said yes. For so, whatever reason, yeah. For whatever reason, <laughs> she said yes, man. So we set a date, man, June 11th. You know, we're going to get married and we're going to have a great time. It's going to be fun. It's going to be, it's going to be a really cool it's, opportunity. It's going to be, I'm excited, man. I've been looking forward to this <sighs> for you for a long time. And I'm going to tell you this though. We ain't wearing baseball jerseys. I know. Okay. I figured that much. Okay. We're actually going to wear rest. Oh God. Go, go singlet. again. Go. Oh, the wrestling singlets. Yeah, yeah, the wrestling okay. singlets, and then we're gonna have like the headpieces and everything. Oh, we're gonna look like the Steiners, right? And the whole when she's coming down the aisle, we're all gonna wrestle each other. I, I like it. I like up it. Yeah. There, right? Yeah. And then when her dad gets, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Brock Lesnar super. I think you need a German, German her dad through yeah. the table. Yeah, right. that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's like the proper way to do it. That's like it, christening. That's like the christening of the marriage kind of thing. Instead of like it, stopping it, right. like, on like a bottle, you just like. German somebody through a table like I like that yeah. that works and then you hand me the title yeah then I hand you. so you know right. what it is is that you need to run down with the money in the bank case that's it and like cash it in to whoever's the officiant then yeah. he gives you the title you guys walk out that right. that's how it needs to happen <laughs> that's what's gonna happen bro I'm just gonna suplex him right there in front of everybody right there it's gonna be a great time dude it's gonna be a party man <laughs> I'm, I'm so yeah, excited man, 
Yeah, I, I am too, man. <laughs> love, love her, love her to death. For some reason, she loves me, and we're just gonna we're just gonna rock with it, man. It's so much fun. <laughs> so, and, and the funny thing is, she called me a what she called me today. She called me a groomzilla. A groomzilla. Oh God, I can't imagine. Because I'm not gonna lie, I'm heavily involved, and I love it. I'm like, <laughs> what color are the flowers gonna be? What kind of shoes can I wear? And I'll here, I'll make an announcement right here, so she can't take it back. I'm gonna make an announcement. Let's hear it. I got the approval, Ooh. the approval from my F word that your boy can wear Chicago Jordan ones Ooh. in the wet. Oh man, dripping. Oh, the drip, the drip's gonna be real. I'm, I, I think I'm gonna have to get me a pair to match now. Oh yeah, for sure. Get them Chicago's. We don't. Just, just like the, just the red and black the Chicago ones. Church gonna be like, what are they wearing? The red and black Chicago, uh, yes, sir. Oh, awesome. those are gonna be cool. we all yeah. have, we all gonna be kicking. Oh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be, and a suit, imagine that. <laughs> that's gonna look awesome. I know, right? But yeah, man, that's that's the best thing that's happened to me in my entire life. And, you know, this year's been been full of achievements and accomplishments, and winning a national championship. And I jokingly told her after won the national championship at Sean and I kind of feel bad about it, but, but, um, but yeah, man, we're getting married. It's pretty sweet. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, man. Let's get into it. Let's, Let's get into get some into sports, it. man. None of this tired sappy stuff. Let's get All it. Right. Oh. I told you I was going to hit you with it at the beginning. So right. the Boston Red Sox got hit with a huge wave of COVID. So like they, okay. like there was, I mean, it's like, I think five or six guys on the team, like their starting roster got hit hard. And they tested uh-huh. positive, so they had to lock them in the hotels for two right. weeks until they, you know, after the – or it was 10 days, and after they tested negative after those 10 days, they were okay. Um, this I, – I saw this on Twitter. I saw this on multiple, like, multiple Twitter accounts, so I know it wasn't just, like, someone blowing steam out of their ass. Just, excuse me, trying to, like, make controversy. Uh-huh. Hunter Renfro was doing an interview, so he's the right fielder for the Boston Red Sox, who has an absolute cannon of an arm. He right. threw up two guys in the Tampa game, but that's a different that's a different story. Um, so they were interviewed him and basically and they were interviewing him, and more or less, um, Major League Baseball told the Red Sox to quit testing people for COVID because they were losing all their players. Like all there's like uh-huh. the Red Sox have signed guys, they brought guys up from AAA just to fill roles because I mean half their team is gone. So Major, apparently, Major League right. Baseball told them to quit testing. And Renfro's like, no, like, we're going to test. Like, he's like, we've, we're going to do things correctly. And someone's like, wait, who told you to quit testing? And he's like, Major League Baseball. Wow. Because they want, they want their stars. I mean, Xander's yeah. out. Kike just got back. Matt Barnes is out. Um, trying to think who else. Christian Arroyo is out. JD's always sick. Um, there was a couple other guys in the bullpen that were out that are just now coming back. Like, it's like all of the stars for Boston were out with COVID. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and apparently Major League Baseball, gone. this guy just like sweeping under the rug. It's September. Like, let's get you guys to the wild card. Like, and we'll go from there. Well, I mean. Like, yeah. I mean. This isn't the first instance of something like this happening because last year, and not last year, but the 20, 
yeah, the 2020 World Series, Justin Turner for the Los Angeles Dodgers tested positive during the game. Right. They I let remember him that. finish the game. Then they pulled him off the field. Or was it they let him celebrate? They let him uh, celebrate because there was pictures. That's right. they, they, pulled him, they pulled him off the yeah. field in the seventh inning and were like, hey, he tested positive. They let him go out and everybody's like, why'd they pull Justin Turner? It was it was really weird because they didn't I don't think they really came out with why until after the world after they celebrated. Because then he was out there celebrating with everybody like in the hot in the huddle and he's in all the pictures. So it's like they're like kind of sweeping under the rug when it comes to playoffs. I mean, because I mean, I mean like the Red Sox, because the Red Sox are chasing the Yankees right now, which is absurd. The Yankees went on almost like a 13 game win streak. To put them, it was like three. There was like three games ahead of the Red Sox in the to. They were going to be hosting the wild card game, and the Red Sox were going to be the second wild card spot. And so now they've lost. I think it's like nine out of the last eleven. And the Red Sox were only like half a game back. They may be a game yeah. back now. It's like somewhere in there. But basically, what it looks like is that because it looks like we're going to get a Red Sox Yankees wild card, the way things are playing out, that. Major League Baseball is trying to keep these guys on the field to ensure that we get a Red Sox-Yankees wild card and boost ratings for the playoffs. Right. I mean, that's going to be a hell of a play a play-in. Because, I mean, winner of that game gets they – gets, they get fed to Houston. So, like, that, I mean, that's going to suck, but – Yeah, true. Daggone, they're really saying that to him? That's crazy. Let me see. Let me see if I can't – if I can't find the, the, uh, the interview. But, yeah. No, it's – it's 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 wild. Yeah, I mean, it just shows you that these professional leagues I, I found it. Yeah. are are just looking to make some money. So this, uh, it has. I'm trying to find. It. Uh, yeah, no, I've I found it a couple different times on here, yeah. um, but it says uh, Hunter Renfro on the Red Sox COVID issues, and this is in quotations. MLB basically told us to stop the testing and just treat the symptoms. We're like, no, we're going to figure out what's going, what's going and keep this thing under control. And one of the reporters said, MLB asked you to stop testing. And Renfro said, yes, they basically wanted them just to quit testing. If they get symptoms, just treat it like kind of hush, hush and just keep going. Right. Which is absurd. Uh, and at the end of the day, that's your boys. That's that's my guys. That's your like, guys. I have got man. so much respect for them being like, no, these guys have COVID. We're reporting them as having COVID, and we'll go from there. Right. I mean, what do you do? It's a global pandemic. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, it's, is... it's, they've got, I mean, everyone's trying to do their part. Like, and like, I have absolute utmost respect for for the way they're they're handling it. Yeah, I mean, you have to. That's just very odd that the that the MLB right. is, is saying that <sighs> you wonder what the ulterior motive is other than there's only one motive and it's to make money. Right. I mean, they lost a shit ton in 2020 because of the pandemic. So we were in a shortened season. Right. Like there was, there was no in, there was no uh, ticket sales, anything like that. So, I mean, they're already down millions. So, I mean, they're just trying to, they're trying to cover their asses with TV time, fans, all that stuff, especially pushing towards the playoffs. Right. I mean, we're, we're a month from the playoffs. Yeah. Wow. Jesus, we are, ain't we? Yeah, it's it's like it happens so fast. 
Major League yeah. Baseball is here and gone before you even realize what's happening. It's like yeah, that every no. year. It doesn't feel like it's already September. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't even know how to respond to that. That is – like you you would expect – and this is just how I think about it. You would expect the blowback to be from a team. Or you know what I mean? You would I would you would right. expect the roles to be flipped if like the Red like Sox made, like, hey, we ain't going to report what we got going on right. because we want our guys here. But it's it's the big dog that's like, hey, just keep it quiet. You know what I mean? That's, right, that's right, right. very weird. Which it like doesn't shock me at all because like again, this isn't the first time this has happened. Yeah. So hey, does does Trump run the MLB? <laughs> <laughs> This is a quick question. I don't know. I don't. I don't watch baseball. <laughs> My bad. My bad. No, man, I should have said. That. I should have said that. <laughs> oh, my bad. God. <laughs> My dad just clocked out. <laughs> Damn. And you, you got your dad Shoot. clocking out at seventeen minutes. Jesus. He'll be all right. <laughs> He'll come back. <laughs> oh, man. It is, it is arguably the second best time of year, in my opinion. Good segue. Because I like it. It is arguably the second best time of year. The first best time of the year is not Christmas, you stupid white women. The first best time of the year is March Madness. And if you don't agree with me, Suck it, as the Degeneration X boys used to say. Of course, it's now football go. season. It is football season. It is it football, football season is in and full I'll, swing. Look, let's talk about let's talk about the one thing that I'm I'm probably a little bit more passionate about than basketball. Let's be straight. It's college football. Dude, we oh, got a great week of college football. Oh, Opening week is. of college football was outstanding. Absolutely beautiful from all aspects of it, man. And, and you know, at the end of the day, you, you what else can you ask for? Like, it was, I mean, it's everything beautiful. you always wanted to be and more. And I, 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 they never, they never fail. Never fell. I mean, Thursday night you had a high state in Minnesota going down to the wire. PJ Fleck is is just an absolute animal of a coach. Um, and then you know, Friday night you had a big upset Virginia Tech taking down North Carolina. That was which, huge. Seventeen. To and 10. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna say this to you. I'm gonna say this to anybody who's listening right now. If you ever need to experience a college football atmosphere. Oh, Virginia Tech is crazy. Virginia Tech is the place to go. I've been there. I, I, I was, I, I was I've lucky never enough. had the opportunity to go, and it's on my list. Uh, if you know me, you know I'm a Notre Dame fan. Yeah. I had the opportunity to go see Notre Dame play at Virginia Tech about two years ago now. It was me and my mom and dad. We went, and, bro, they, they, hit, inter, <laughs> they hit inner Sandman. In the oh, mouth. dude, I, I saw that Ooh. video, and, like, just watching the video, like, I got chills. Like, it's. It's crazy. I was jumping with the students, and I'm wearing Notre Dame <laughs> stuff. I was like, "We in this, baby? Let's roll!" Like, in Virginia Tech is just, it's just an insane place anyway, you know. And then Oklahoma barely squeaked past Tulane, which was bonkers. Man, I, I was watching the, I was watching some of that at work, and I was like, "What is going on?" 
I was like, Tulane should not be running the table with number two in the nation. Right? And, it, you know, the Big Ten, when you jumped to Penn State, Wisconsin, that was a heck of a game. Well, I mean, um, hell, dude, you had Minnesota take Ohio State to the wire. Right. For 45-31 uh, Ohio State. This Big Ten, I think, is going to be something fun to watch. Uh, when did Coastal and- Carolina get good at football? They're 22nd in the nation. They hung they hung 52 on the Citadel, but, like, yeah, man, they're, you could they're be- ranked. We could get Jacob Blair and my dad, and we could go beat the Citadel. But oh my God! It's whatever. Um, and I'm I mean, gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what. I don't know who's doing these preseason rankings. Awful. You froze. Hang on. But who needs to lose? Go ahead. Go ahead. You're back. You're back. Whoever put Miami at 14th in the country needs to lose their job. That is ridiculous. They're, They're not the 14th best team in the country. So bad. That is like, stupid. Like, it's Alabama. I get it. Anybody that plays in that game is going to get demolished. But Jesus, they looked awful. Absolutely ridiculous. And you, got Notre, you got Notre Dame going down to Florida State. Brian Kelly wants to execute everybody, which is absolutely hilarious. I don't Took know him to you, OT, man. Did you see what Brian Kelly said? No, I didn't, I didn't see anything. Oh, my Lanta. Why have you not seen this yet? At the end of the game, Brian Kelly is doing an interview, right? Yeah. He's walking off the field, and he's like, I'm a firm believer in execution. No, no, no. He said he was going to execute him. He said, we're going to execute all the guys. He said, I'm a firm believer in execution. Yeah. I want to execute all these guys. I was like, what in the world? I was like, bro, you can't be saying that. At, okay, for one, it's weird anyway. You got the biggest Catholic institution in the yeah. world playing on a Sunday. That just is not right. Like right. on all things, the Bible, on all things, I think somewhere in the Bible it says Notre Dame can't play on a Sunday. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just weird. And then we have our head coach saying he wants to execute everybody. I love it. I absolutely Pope, love it. Uh, the Pope's just like, I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. This is a very <laughs> odd situation. You tell like, me that, they had Pope front row for that. Yeah. <laughs> the Pope's just like throwing water on people. He's like, yeah. I don't know what we're doing. Like, it's ridiculous, mm-hmm. man. Now, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this confident, like, for real. I'm a Notre Dame fan at heart, and I love them. But the day we fire BK is the day I become, like, back to being 100% a fan. I'm so sick and tired of that guy. Like, I – he, he just – we need to we need to do what we did again. We need to we need to get rid of our stupid coach and go to Cincinnati, like we where we got BK from. And we need to get fickle, and we just need to we just need to start. That's what I think needs to happen. I'm so tired of that man. But the fact that he said he wants to execute everybody, that, I mean, I'm not I, gonna I lie. did. I remember seeing that on Twitter, and everybody was like, "What is going on at Notre Dame?" Nobody knows, bro. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, Texas A. did you see anything about Texas A&M? Like, they're freaking good. They are so good. They hung 41 on Kent State, which they isn't hung, saying much, but, I mean. But they're going to – I think they they're going to have a really good seat. I mean, they're, they're really six in seats. the nation right now. And, um, and, and my – you want to know what my favorite part about opening weekend was? Dabo Sweeney took an L. <laughs> he did. That's right. Dad, they, uh, they lost to UCLA. Uh no, they lost to Georgia, bro. Oh, Georgia, sorry, Georgia. Yeah, they lost ten to three to Georgia. And I don't like Georgia. I got, I got, I've gotten so many Facebook arguments because of Georgia. But Jesus you know, God. they had a I three know. and a five play opening week. My yeah. God. Yeah, man. You know, Davo gets on my nerves more than anybody in the world. 
it's going it's going to be a it's going to be a fun year i think cuz other than bama bama's freaking nuts bama's but, always nuts like you can always expect like yeah you can you know they're going to be crazy yeah. um did you see what uh what what saban did he sat out that their wide receiver for like the first half or yes. something like that yes, because his ad, because his attitude, attitude was attitude. bad and his dad apparently <laughs> tweeted at him. He said, "Good and the good." Yeah, bro. Good. I didn't even. So I'm looking at the box score for the for the UGA Clemson game. Yeah, I'm, I got it too. Clemson didn't score until the fourth quarter. They kicked a field goal in the fourth quarter, and that's it. That is wild. Let me see full box. Hey, you know that's what happens when you lose sunshine. Sunshine. Wild. Sunshine wins as the Jags. And Dabo don't know what to do. He's kind of Dabo is Dabo's Bill Belichick right now, man. Daniels had this for Georgia. He had 135 yards passing. He was averaging about 4.5 yards a pass. His QBR, Jesus, was a 67.2. Zero touchdowns, one interception. Um, Clemson. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that name. Oh no, no way. DJ. We'll just call him DJ. Went 19 of 37, 178, average 4.5. Good God. His QBR is 36.7. What was going on in that game? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Jesus Christ. Receiving. They had Clemson had one guy over a hundred, averaged 18.3. On six receptions, um, Georgia didn't have anybody go over a hundred. They they had to have. Hang on, yeah, no, they didn't have anybody go over a hundred. Where did the freaking touchdown? There had to have been one touchdown. Where was the rest touchdown? Was it a pick six? Probably. It had to have been a pick six. That's because that's what's the touchdown here? Yeah, it was. Yes, a pick six. Yeah, uh, one interception, one, 74 yards, one touchdown. C. Smith. Let's, hold on. It's C. Live. Smith, yeah. C. Smith, whoever that guy is. Congratulations, C. Smith. You have a Christopher Smith uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. You are shout-out of the week for actually scoring a touchdown in a game. Good that job, team, buddy. That's such a bad game of football. Like, oh, my God. But at the end of the day, Dabo got beat, and that's all I care about. Yeah. Dude, there was a lot happens. of – man, there was a lot of upsets this week. Like you had, uh-huh. you had nine, number nineteen Penn State going over top to number twelve Wisconsin sixteen to ten. Um, you had this isn't crazy crazy, but it is like after you hear the score, you had number eighteen Iowa going over number seventeen Indiana yep. thirty four to six. Um, let's see, five number five Georgia over number three Clemson ten to three. I think Clemson looked at the number three next to their name and thought that was the that was only the amount of points they were allowed to score. Yeah, they were only Dab- allowed to score three points. I think Dabo gets confused on that. You know what I mean? He may. Yeah, yeah. They 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 started a rec- They started like a goal. They're like, all right, we got to hit. We're number three. We got to hit three points, and that's it. Nobody's allowed to score. We get three points. Um. Oh, this reminds me. Did you see the kicker from like the F or like one of the games? He uh he missed a kick on purpose to win the game sixty nine to nothing. What a legend! It was it was all over Barstool, and then the guy and they they pulled a, a cap. He like uh, like quote tweeted it. And he said had to take one for the team. 
So like he absolutely missed a kick on purpose to end 100%. the game 69 to nothing. hundred um, percent. And then you had UCLA unranked UCLA going over number 16 LSU 38 to 27. Did you see the, uh, the clip at Coach O? No. The Coliseum? Have you seen? Uh-huh. Have you seen that? He's he's walking in and he's got a security he's got a security around him and stuff. Uh, and he, I guess like UCLA fans are like heckling him and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And Coach goes, I, I see you up there in that in that sissy blue shirt. You gonna take? We're gonna beat your ass tonight. And uh, <laughs> and they ain't no getting beat, man. It's hilarious. But, um, yeah, man, college football is here. It's back, and it is absolutely fantastic. Quick shout-out to uh, – hang on, I'm going to pull that back up. Uh, I got, I got I, two shout-outs for this for this week for college football before we – let me pull it back up so I can get the scores uh-huh. correct. So, I want to give a quick shout-out to Cincinnati for showing out. Number eight in the country. 49-14 to 14 over Miami of Ohio. And let me pull up the score. A big shout out to none other than the Marshall Thundering Herd. 49 to nothing over Shut Navy. Up. Shut up. Shut up. 49 to 7 on the road at Navy on national television. Go herd, baby. Uh, uh, look, man, I live, I live, I live with a Marshall graduate. I'm sure your mom was ecstatic through that, that entire game. And, and and I'm and I'm trying to to like really understand like you know how anybody can like Marshall. You know what I mean? It's a curse. And it, you get sucked just, in one time and then you can't let go. Man. I mean, Christ, I've got two Marshall jerseys, man. I don't know, man. The best thing that happened to Marshall was that soccer national championship. That was wild. Like, oh, my God. Like, I actually remember tuning in and watching, like, that game. Because, like, I – And, like, let's be straight. Coach Huff, I mean, he's going to be solid. Like, he's a yeah. he's an Alabama pro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he yeah, come yeah. from Saban. But he took a pay cut to go to Marshall. Did you pay your coaches, dog? Like, come on, that's just disrespectful. He was in a like a freaking assistant DB coach or something at Alabama. Yeah. Now he's a marshal taking a pay cut. But I mean, they did. They got the they got it done. Free. What was it? Forty nine three or something like that. Forty nine to seven. Forty nine to seven, man. I don't. I don't know. And I watched the Navy's trash. For I mean, it's real. Navy. Uh, yeah, I know. But hey, talking about football still, next week, I think next week is is gonna be special. We got at noon, uh noon on Saturday, you got a high state in Oregon. They be good. a Lincoln, 12 and uh high states at three, Oregon Oregon is at twelve or yeah, at twelve and everybody else is kind of playing oh, Iowa, Iowa State. It's a nine ten game. Uh, Iowa State's ninth in the country, Iowa's tenth. That'll be. I mean, it's a fun rivalry. You're starting a little bit of rivalry week. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good one, man. And then, uh, I mean, hell, you had uh, freaking Ole Miss looked really 
one on the time too. Hey, there we go. I got you. Uh, Ole Miss beat uh, beat Louisville 43 uh, 24 with Lane Kiffin not even in the building. He had he got he tested positive for COVID. Dang. So he wasn't even in the he wasn't even there. Damn, Georgia moved up to number two after barely scoring and not even after zero offensive production. They moved up to number two in the nation. I'm pretty sure we could put a bunch of monkeys in a room and they would be able to put these standings better. It's freaking ridiculous. I, I never understand how that committee puts any standings together whatsoever because it's they've got – I hate Ohio State. That's a known fact. They've got Ohio State three, and I think that's a bunch of rubbish. Rubbish? Wow. It is horrible. You pulled that, you pulled that rubbish out of the cupboard, didn't you? <laughs> Um, and I think that that I'm going to make a statement. I'm going to make a statement here and and it's going to make a lot of people mad. October 2nd, the time, the game time is TBD. So it'll probably be eight o'clock. This is definitely going to be a game, right? Ole Miss is going to Bama. You calling the upset? Lane, Lane's taking him out. You you gonna, you gonna take you can take Ole Miss. Yep, Alabama's right. got a Alabama's got a ninety point eight percent chance of winning that game. Ain't no way. Lane put Kiffin, your put your bets down now, Zach. Son, listen, Lane Kiffin is divorced. Lane Kiffin is skinny. Lane Kiffin has done nothing but tweet it. Nick Saban for the past year, and he is going to go into Tuscaloosa and he's going to spear that old man into the fifty yard line. And it is happening. Old, I'm talking October 2. Mark your calendars. College football is burning to the ground. <laughs> Ole Miss over Bama, baby. You, is, is that the game that keeps Alabama out of the college football playoffs this year? Def, oh, for sure. For sure. And we're I mean, okay, a- let, let's be real. It's Alabama. They'll make the four seed at the worst. They'll make the playoff. Yeah. yeah. That's the crazy thing about college football, too. It's like – it's like in college basketball, like you can have a good loss, mm-hmm. and basically any other sport, you can have a good. Even in the NFL, like can, a, like a moral victory type thing, yeah, yeah. Like you can look back on it and be like, you know, oh, that was that's probably the best thing for our program, right? You right. know what I mean? Is yeah, you be here, yeah. But for some reason, it's like if if a team, if a college football, team God helps you, you lose in college football, then your season's over. Oh, you're screwed. Yeah, it's ridiculous, and I've never understood it. Like. I think it was a high state lost a game a few years ago. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was a high state, but it was a team that got in the top four. And you, you people acted like it was just the worst thing in the world that they got. Like they're clearly a top four team in the country. Right. It's clear. Like this team is so good. They have one I mark think it on their was resume. Ohio state. I think you're right. Cause I, I, I think it was, I think they came in a 2017, 2018 or something like that. Yeah. Everybody's people, shit fit about it. And they came in fourth and I'm like, they may be the second best team in the country. Right. Like, let's be honest here. And people were still just pissed off about it. And I'm like, come on. Like, who cares if they got beat? I want to say that was 2018 because they went in and it was Bama. Ohio state is the one in four. Bama uh-huh. kicked the shit out of them. Right. And then it was Clemson. Clemson. Was it Oregon? I don't want to say it's Oregon, but I don't remember who the three seed was that year. But Clemson, because they still had Sunshine, and they beat the breaks out of whoever was the three seed. I hate to say this, but – Notre Dame. Was it Notre Dame? It may have been us, yeah. I think it was Notre Notre Dame Dame. because they hung an absolute fatty 
on Notre Dame, which, which tends to happen. We, yeah. we we normally have a good season. No, no, no. Them. I think it was it was the year that UCF was undefeated and Notre Dame got in, mm. and everybody's like UCF like should be the four, and Notre Dame snuck yeah. in out of bring nowhere. you. Let UCF play out. You know what? Honest to God, I would have loved every minute of that football game because it would have been awful. It would have been so bad, but it would have been because at least they would have had a chance. They could have said, hey, we we gave it the college try. It went horribly. At least we had the opportunity. I mean, sometimes the opportunity is just not worth it. I mean, you, know, yeah, you never know until you try. Yeah, that's a fact. And then and then you lose half your players because they got destroyed on the field. Like, come on. This is a, that's the weird thing about football, though, is like I feel like in basketball, you you definitely always have that like you gotta show up. You know what I mean? Right, you got right. you gotta you gotta show up every night, or, or you're gonna you're gonna take an L. Like Loyola Chicago made it to the Final Four, mm-hmm. uh, four, four, wow, four years ago now. That's crazy. Um, which was fantastic. It was awesome. I was, you know, it was the oh, same do I, I was rooting for them the whole time. Yeah, you know, like after they started making that run, I was like Loyola, let's go. I was I was at that Final Four, and it was lit. You know, that's really cool. But like that's the thing about college football is it's just it's not it's not realistic. Well, it's hard to. Like, I don't know, like with basketball, I feel like you can have an off day and like one guy can have an off day and it could like, and then like the guy on the other team can have a really good day and it will offset like tremendously. But like, even, even if like team A has one guy have an off day, like you're like your star player has an off day. And then the other team, like, like a Loyola Chicago has a really good, like a really good run. Then like it, it offsets. And then you have an upset that like, in, in college football, you don't see that very often because, like, I mean, the best teams are the best teams, and they win. Yeah, and they win, you know, huge. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I, I, I've been pondering this for the past few months is with, with you know, college football coming up. Like, man, is is it time to, to bump this to an eight seed, to an 18 playoff? I've been, I've been cool to, with an eight seed because for a that, long I think, time. I think that's the you know that kind of what makes March Madness March Madness is it's sixty four yeah. is kind of like good luck fellas like figure right. it so out it's dumb, like, dumb. yeah it's like, and yeah yeah so you you kind of put the pressure on the college football committee to put those four best teams in but in reality like man you know there's been a few years when Oregon Oregon's kind of got screwed or when where Texas A and M kind of got mm-hmm. screwed last year man, uh, honestly, for not being I think, in I think a fun concept would be give it take your top ten. You're number one and number two in the country. You get a first round bye. So they are waiting for the lower seed, lower seed games. The winner of the, almost like a wild card. Right. Your your ten and we'll say your ten and nine and your eight and seven have a play in game to feed basically feed the beast of or you would go, yeah, we'll go ten and nine, eight and seven. Mm-hmm. winner of that game gets fed into one and two and so on and so on. So that way, like there's an incentive on like making the top 10 in the country, you get to go to the playoffs. Right. And that, you know, that's, I, don't, I haven't thought of it like that, but that's a good point too. Uh, because, because there's some of these, 
like, like I said last year, Texas A&M was really, really, really good, mm-hmm. and and they didn't get in, and and that's you know that's fine. You know I, they may have been the fifth best team in the country, but I would have liked to seen them looking up with some of those guys in the top four. Right, man, and, it's just like it's like this this playoff committee. They're so biased. Yeah, they these are. power five schools, man. It like opening up to like maybe like like I said, eight or even ten team playoff. You're getting some of these, you know. Uh, some of these other schools that wouldn't necessarily get exposure like that in those big, big game situations. Mm-hmm. And I think it, I think it also so, drives up your viewership. Like it's just, it's going to make for interesting college football. Oh, it was 2021. Who, who was in the final four last year? Let's see. So you Al- had the, I think it was Alabama, the championship Clemson, Ohio State. Ohio State. Was it Notre uh, Dame? Who was four? Not. Or was it? Uh, it was. It was Georgia. Georgia. That's right. UGA. It was Georgia. So you had uh, you had Clemson at one, Bama at two, State at three, and Georgia sitting at four. Um, was that the game where Georgia was like had a commanding lead and then blew it in the second half? I think so. Yeah, and then uh, Alabama beat the breaks off Ohio State. So, but yeah, it, it, there, I think there definitely needs to be, um, be a change. Yeah, because it, it, it's it's due, it's needed for sure. Well, so it's like, I feel like in the like every year since the the inception of the playoffs, we've gotten Alabama and Ohio State in every single like at least one of them in every single playoff, mm-hmm. and then Clemson in like the last like two. So you've gotten three. I mean, you're going to have Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson. Well, you you did for like three years. And then it was a fight for the number four seed. Yeah, so and, like, and, and to be honest with you, that four seed always kind of bounced back and forth between Georgia, uh, Notre Dame, uh, Texas A&M was in there a little bit. Hmm. Like there, there's always kind of been this, you know, probably – six, seven, eight different teams that have kind of controlled this college for a while. And the, the crazy thing is it's these, it's these universities with these giant fan bases. Yeah. is what it is. It's uh, oh, yeah, money yeah. right there. It's all yeah. about the money. Yeah, money talk, you know, but it is what it is. Hopefully, you know, you persuaded me. I'm with you. Let's do it. Let's do a 10. Let's have a wild card. Let's figure it out. Yeah. You know, but, Zach, but the NCAA no. sucks anyway. Zach, you know what goes great with a college football game? If I'm sitting in the stands, I'm watching football. You know what goes great with college football? There's about three things that I can think of well, right off the top of my head. All right, well, I'll, I'll let you go, and then I'll give you the the whole thing. A foam finger. Okay, foam finger's a good one. Uh, I like a I like an unsalted pretzel with cheese. I'll, I'll go salted, but we'll go with it. I don't, I don't like – I just feel – it's just very weird, like a weird okay. texture for my – for my taste buds, and then it's a it's probably unpopular, but I like it. I like a bottle of water. Bottle of water, okay, good. Just close. keep me hydrated. We're, we're in the we're in the vicinity. What you thinking? I was going with a nice can of Ray's Energy. Gonna get that crisp. Ooh, that was good. That sounded good. That sounded a lot better than I thought it would. Um, that was hot. Why did Why did give me? They got me going a little bit. I get a little bit. A little bit. Man, Raise Energies takes a giant leap of faith with instilling a high-quality formula to bring the consumer a powerful yet sustained energetic experience to help push your workouts and focus in general to the very next level. 
Um, it's perfect for anyone at any time. Raise Energy has become one of the most popular and best rated energy drinks on the market to date with a phenomenal flavor profile that puts most competitors to shame. Um, powered by the enhanced refresh technology, Raise Energy delivers with a performance enhancing energy drink profile that aids in the most often overlooked categories. Um, they wanted to develop an energy drink that aids in multiple different categories, which includes targeted focus, enhanced recovery time as glycogen becomes depleted, uh, improving clean energy levels, a boost in stamina and hydration. And uh, most importantly, each can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option. Um, you shouldn't have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbohydrates than you can count. Instead, opt for the smart choice with the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market to date with a Raise Energy. Not only is their refresh technology a complete game changer, but the wide variety of flavor options and crowdsourced additions to the Raise family make up one of the highest quality energy drink choices you could ever choose from. With certain flavors being more simplistic all the way to the industry's first, there is never a bad option when looking for the perfect flavor. Look for Raise Energy. And if you go on their website, you can use coach CNM pod to get, what is it, 10%? Yes. 10%. Yes, 10%. You CNM pod, C and, is it the at symbol or the and No, symbol? no, no, just CM, C-N. CM. Oh, yep. CM pod. C-M-P-O-D. C-M-P-O-D at checkout. You'll get 10% off uh, all your purchases there on the uh, Raise Energy website. Thanks to Raise yeah. for sponsoring uh, Coaching Media Podcast. Um, I, I, I've... Struggle to find a can around Lexington. Um, that's how popular they are. Um, this is Phantom Freeze, dude. It smells really good. So, ooh, to the dome, baby. Dude, that's, dude, that's good. That's smooth. It's, it's that's not bad. even. That's not that reaction is not even sponsored. That's just a good energy drink. Really smooth. So, yeah, love yeah, me good energy. Raise, raise is happening. Raise is happening. where it's at. No, I'm, so, I'm, I'll, I'll recommend Phantom Freeze. That's a good flavor. And I know you've had a, you've had a couple as well. Yeah, I've had, I've had a few of, of you know around around here by six that dumb Red Bull, but um, yeah. yeah, I've jumped on this train since since we since we got contacted by him and stuff, and it's it's some good stuff for sure. Yeah, some people are probably wondering what the refresh formula is. Um, it actually they actually give it to you on the can. Um, I'll kind of go over it with you. So, um, they it's it's re and in parentheses is fresh. So um, so the F is for focus, a powerful. Uh, nootrophic blend featuring alpha GPC delivers crystalline focus and mental clarity without the crash. So you can find your flow. The R is for recovery fortified with restored branch chain amino acids raised supports physical and mental recovery. Um, the E is for energy charged with time release caffeine raised delivers an insane no crash burst of energy. Um, it says ever tangle with three bulls. <laughs> so I love it. Um, S is for stamina, containing a mixture of revitalizing nutrients for the body and mind. Raise unleashes your second, third, and fourth wind. And then H is for hydration. It's packed with replenishing electrolytes for rapid hydration. Raise is the most refreshing energy drink on the planet, the greater aid. Yes, sir. Raise energy, baby. Go pick, and go it's pick good. some it's up. Really go good. And go I'm pick really... some up online. Use our use our code at checkout. CMPOD CMPOD at checkout. You'll get ten percent off at checkout, man. It it's it really is good. I'm not even just like overhyping because it's sponsored. Like I'm very picky with my energy drinks. Like I'm a, I'm a I'm a big guy with bang, but dude, I'm I'm making I'm switching to get this <laughs> re- shit right here. Re- rephrase that. I, I am rephrasing <laughs> it, man. It's I'm talking about energy drinks. I'm talking about bang. You said I'm a big guy that bangs. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, man, it's a good energy drink. I like it. Yes, sir. All right, so um, I guess I'll uh, keep it on the topic of football. Um, man, NFL kicks off today. Actually, in the middle of kicking off right now. Um, we are in the fourth quarter of Dallas at Tampa Bay. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That still sounds really weird to say. I don't know that I'll get used to it. But Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, taking on Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys, 28-26 to in favor of the Bucs right now, 11-10 left in the fourth quarter. Um, I'm, I'm hyped, man. I, football's back. I got a fantasy football. team going. Yeah, man, football's back. I've never been good at fantasy. I've always sucked at fantasy football. It's man, been my problem like, is I picked too many damn Patriots. It, it – Tried one time. I don't. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I like to talk a lot of crap. And uh, Gronk's got two touchdowns. Gronky boy got some touchdowns. Gronk's got two. Every. I'm, I think I'm the best I've ever placed in a fantasy league is like fifth, and I act like I'm, you know, the next best GM. I can't do it. <laughs> so let's go before before the before this game ends. Before the first NFL game ends in, the, in this season, let's do an early. We're, we're going to call it early early birdie picks. Early birdie pick. Who is winning the Super Bowl? This year? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa's wow, going back, back to back. back. Okay, hear, back hear me out. Hear me out. All right, I'm ready. Tampa, they returned their entire defense, which comes in at preseason number one defense in the league. They were already disgusting last year. Tom Brady gets back his almost entire offensive unit, plus some really mm-hmm. strong rookies. Dude, they look scary. Sure. Like if, if they can if they can stay healthy, uh, Tom even said he's like, dude, I feel better than I did at 24 when he was a rookie. Don't get me wrong, he wasn't like Tom Brady, Tom Brady at 24, but like the man could still sling it, like at 24 sure. when he won when he was with New England. And then coming right. out of the and then coming out of the AFC, I think your AFC representative comes out of the AFC East. I think okay. I think Buffalo wins the division. I, I think Buffalo wins the division. I think New England gets the wild card. Okay. And then I think you have a Buffalo-New England situation representing the AFC. I don't think Zach Wilson does Jack Diddley shit with the Jets. They're terrible. The Jets Horrible. will always be terrible. That's mm-hmm. one. There are three things in life that are always certain. Death, taxes, and the Jets being dog shit. Okay. <laughs> Like, there's three things in life that are certain. It's those. Like, I don't expect them to do anything. I don't think anybody expects them to do anything. If they do, great. Good for you. Miami is always a sleeper pick. For whatever reason, they just – they somehow kind of sneak their way up there. Um, Uh They've got Tua behind the – behind center. At least I think – I'm pretty sure Tua's projected to start. um, I think he is. Sunday. Um, I mean, I mean, two is good. I, I really like two. He's fun to watch. So like, I don't, I don't expect them to have any problems. I think, I think the East will be your most competitive division. Um, I think Baltimore wins the, uh, um, what are they? North. I'm taking, I'm taking Cleveland as actually, you know what? No, I'll take Cleveland to win the division and I'll take Baltimore to be your, uh, your second wild card. I'll, I'll agree with that. Uh, I, I definitely think uh, either, it's either going to be Buffalo or New England coming out of the AFC, AFC East. Mm-hmm. I think for some reason I just got faith in Baker Mayfield and what they got going on in Cleveland. Dude, I, I really, I really to, to take Baker, the AFC man. He's North. just 
he's fun to watch, man. That whole that whole core in down there in, in Cleveland. Well, up there for us, but but yeah, in Cleveland, man, it just it looks they look like they're having a blast the whole time. Yeah, they do. They really do. Um, you know, and and I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and make you my prediction real quick. Okay, hit me with it. You know, at the end of the day, what 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 I'm really excited for this NFL season is the Tennessee Titans. Man. And I'm telling you, brother, they're going to walk, walk, absolutely walk through the AFC South. Like it's no problem. There's nobody in that South that can hang. You kidding me? None, none. And to be honest with you, I, I, I don't think there's anybody in the AFC that can hang with them. You know, you got they brought in Julio freaking Jones, my guy. Julio Jones. So, but I, I honestly think I think our Super Bowl is going to be it's going to be Tampa and Tampa and Tennessee. I really think that's what's going to happen. Uh, and, but uh, but uh, but at the end of the day, man, I'm going with Tom. Tom tightening up this year, baby. Give me some navy blue. Give me give me a Tannehill jersey. I'm on. Man, the you bank you went you went wagon. full Tennessee. On your Full because you went a couple podcasts back, man. You declared you you called the Preds as your team for Bring hockey. And speaking of which, we've got to get we got to get the schedule. We got I think Boston comes into Nashville at some point this season. So oh, we got we got to go. So I, I think I could be going. wrong. I know they play at some point. I don't know if they if they actually do. I'm gonna look it up while I'm talking. But we got to go to that. We got to go to that game. We got to get our both of our first pro hockey games. Yep. But then you've also declared uh Tampa Bay, or not Tampa Bay, sorry, Tennessee as your your NFL team. Man, you're you're really you're really diving deep on the uh you know, you Nashville. know what 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 it is is I'm a, I'm a Nashville kid. I'm a Nashville guy at heart. That's what it is. I love the city of Nashville. Uh it's probably my favorite place to go, to be honest with you. It's a great mm-hmm. place to have some beverages and to listen to some music and why not enjoy some freaking good sports while you're at it. So Tennessee Titans, I'm thinking, I'm telling you, uh, I, I think they're Super Bowl champions this year. Uh, because oh, because because Bro, I'm a hey, real Mike. talk, real talk. I don't mean to cut you off. The uh, the new expansion team, the Kraken, play October 14th in Tennessee. It's like they're like their first really? series, yes. And I love the Kraken. Well, that, well, guess what happens on the 15th of October. Wow, brother! It's your I birthday. Thought, I'm kidding. I thought I'm we kidding were with tight. You. I'm no, I'm messing you. with you, dog. If I if I could rip that beard off your face, I would. <laughs> Some. It says tickets as low as eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. Make it happen, Captain. Eight p.m. in Nashville, dog. That's what nine p.m. Eastern. So yeah, we could definitely do that. Uh, back, you know, but but I'm I'm a big Mike Vrabel fan. I think he's a. Vrabel's Bra- cool, man. He's cool. I think he's a great coach. Um, yes. Okay. Um, the Bruins play at the Preds. Um, it is da, 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 December second. December two. December two. What what day of the week is that on? Now, now you got me looking up dates. You got me going back and forth. Yeah. December you're, two is a Thursday. Thursday. They play hockey on a Thursday. They play hockey every day of the week, man. That's it's true. like it's like baseball, man. They play like. In like 80 games. So, uh, yeah, man, well, let's look into that for sure. Yeah, we're, we're, um, we're looking to go with some hockey games. Um, but yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm really thinking it's going to be a Tampa Tennessee Super Bowl. Okay. Um, I, I think, I think the the weapons that, that Tampa Bay has is really going to push them through through the NFC. Um, and 
Well, my thing is that day. I just I don't see anybody in the NFC that's going to go into Tampa or, or even host Tampa, like, regardless. I don't know anybody. I mean, the best chance they had was the Packers last year, and they couldn't even get it done. You know, is is there a chance for for uh, the L.A. Rams to be any good this year? You know, that's a possibility. I mean, Matt, uh, I, I, um, I expect Stafford to put up some great numbers. Now that he's out of that shithole that is the Detroit Lions, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you this: he's with a coach, son. That he's with a guy, man. John McVay, I, you know, Jesus made, um, you know, he made us, and he really he put all gifts into everybody on this earth. He put he, he put a hell of a coaching. He into that he man. put he put about two ounces of personality, and the rest of it was an was just a coach football. That, that man, man piece can of coach football. He's got the personality of wet cardboard, but by God, he is brilliant on the, is a, behind that clipboard. He's like, what is he, like 17 years old out there coaching football? I don't know how old he is. He I remember is at a, one point, Julian Edelman, they posted a thing. It was in the Super Bowl. They were the same age. That's crazy. Yeah, Edelman was playing and McVay was, was well, coaching. And, and you you look at who he's coached under, man. He 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 was with Gruden when Gruden was in Tampa. Yeah. So he he was like a special special assistant or whatever to that. And then he he went to Washington and was the OC. Have you ever seen the videos? If you guys haven't seen these videos, look them up. Just type in Sean McVay calling plays or something. Mm-hmm. And he and it's an interview where the guy's like, "All right, so you're playing. You're you're at Washington. Uh, you guys are playing the Raiders." It's fourth down and seven with seven minutes in the third. Oh, is this where he like like recalls everything that happened? Yeah. Yeah. He just kind of looks up in the sky. He's like, oh, yeah, we ran, we ran B in around the side and hit a, hit a 14 yard down. And you're like, yeah, the guy's like, yeah, he does. I I remember, I remember seeing one of those on Twitter and someone put a side by side, there was top and bottom of the interview on the bottom. And on top was the play he was talking about. Mm -hmm. And they were circling as he was saying, and then, like, we like draw a line as he was saying, like, what was happening. And I mean, it was like to the second he was. I mean, completely correct. The dude's he's got crazy. Like, he's got like a photographic memory. It's it's incredible what he can do. And, and you know, golf. I thought golf was decent. I never thought golf was the guy. And, and I don't know if Stafford's that guy either. But oh, dude, I I think Stafford will have a better chance in in L.A. than golf will have in Detroit because golf had the pieces around it. I mean, for God's sake, they went to a Super Bowl. Like if any team was sure. going to beat New England that year from the NFC, it, w- it was going to be, it that. was LA. And then they did nothing. I think if you take, this is coming from a New England fan. I think if you take Matt Stafford, you switch them earlier, that LA team gets to, gets to that Super Bowl. I think LA goes over top. Probably. Because Stafford, he's been illegal a lot longer. He's like he's consistently putting up these, like I mean, damn near MVP numbers. But he plays in Detroit, so nobody gives two shits because the record is always terrible. Shout out to Ben oh, Spicer yeah, nobody, because I know that man's a diehard yeah, Lions fan. So like he's always in constant pain, but like it's okay. You can't win them all, Spice. Can't win them all, brother. Uh, but I think that might be the one team that's going to give them a run for their money. There's there's a possibility, you know, on on paper that's the squad that you're like, oh maybe, you right, know, they right. they may be able to, uh, realistically probably not. I still think um, that team is still relatively young. Um, they they got, I mean, I think they'll they'll learn a lot this coming season. 
Um, I think once you get probably the the halfway point, I think that's when you're really going to see some of the teams start to make that that breakaway talent wise, especially with some of these rookies, this rookie class. And and you're right, you're right. They are young. They're super young, but they got they got that vet in the back. They, you know, running the, kind of running the show now. Mm. So that that might be kind of like that equilibrium to them being right. young, but at the same time, we got this old head that can really lead us to do something special. So they may be able to. I think that's talking a lot of smoke. I don't know, mm-hmm. but uh, but at the end of the day, tighten up, baby. All right. Uh, you want to go and do some like preseason predictions? Since we're, I guess we're already doing preseason predictions. Um, we'll go. We'll go. Um, AFC Rookie of the Year and MVP, and then we'll also go NFC Rookie of the Year MVP. Um, AFC Rookie of the Year. I'm going Mac Jones. Hold on a second. Oh yeah, duh. I'm going Mac Jones. Because out of that entire, because here's the thing, Chicago uh, or Chicago is NFC, but um, out of everybody that went to the AFC, I think Mac Jones has the higher. Because someone, I forget, someone on ESPN was like, his ceiling's low. Like, bro, his ceiling is so high. Like, he's got like is. so it much really poten- potential, and like especially being in that, he beat out Cam Newton. Like, not saying a whole lot. Cam's he's done. Like. I honestly, hot take, I don't know he starts another game. Really? I I think the era of Cam Newton's done. Wowspers. I mean, good God, he went into New England, and in the probably the best situation he would have ever been in, they posted the first losing record in 20 years in New England. Yeah. Under the reign of Cam Newton. They bring Mac Jones in, they boot came after a year. I mean – he couldn't have landed in a better spot to help revitalize his career, and he did nothing with it. Yeah. They 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 landed it. God, I can't even remember what it was, but it just wasn't a good year. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. I think Mac Jones is gonna definitely gonna take work of the year. Um, in the uh, sorry, in the AFC, who who's your MVP? Uh, I'm gonna go Patty Mahomes back to back. Okay, back to back. I'm gonna go. I, and, that man and, is just too damn good. And I, need, I'm, I, I might as well just go ahead and apologize. Derrick Henry. Okay. No, I, I'm not even going to – you know what? I'm not even mad. That's a good pick. That is a great pick, but, my, but it's, my, some uh, might say. I, I'm with you. Pat, Patrick Mahomes is is, is, a, is amazing. It'll, it'll be one of those two, I really think so. I, but, I, but I'm going to go with Derrick, Derrick Henry for sure. Uh, so, jump right, into the NFC. Who you got for Rook? Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to learn who some of the rookies on the NFC are. Um, actually, you know what? No, I know one. I'm taking Justin Fields as the underdog rookie of the year candidate out of the NFC. I think and they got Andy Dalton starting that. Don't even start with me, Zach. And this concludes episode six <laughs> of Coaching the Media Podcast because Nick I'm, is on some bullshit. Man, I'm, I'm taking him. as I think he's going to be the sleeper, man. I think he's going to come out. I mean, for God's sake, they've got Andy freaking Dalton starting in Chicago. Hey, you want to know what? If I squint, you kind of look like Andy Dalton. <laughs> Shut up. I hate you so much. I hate you so much, Zach. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Lord, I apologize. Uh... I'm trying to read the front runners. Uh, 
and I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it. MVP, it's easy for me. Let me hear it. It is, it is the easiest pick because he's playing. He's mad. He's coming in mad. A.A. Ron. But you taking Aaron Rodgers? A.A. Ron. That boy is coming in to prove a point. Okay. You know um, what I mean? Yeah. Um, hmm. Who do I want to take for NFC? If you say if you say Tom Brady, no, 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 I'm not taking Tom Brady. No, God, no. He's 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 well past his his MVP years. I'm gonna smack your um, face. You know what? I'm gonna take a wild card. I'm gonna take Matt Stafford. Wow. I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the wild card. I'm gonna take Matt Stafford as your NFC MVP. I think he's I like gonna it. turn a I think he's gonna turn a lot of heads in in LA. He's you know he's got a good young receiving core. He's got a decent offensive line in front of him. Yeah. I mean I think he's gonna I mean he got he throws the ball all over the place anyways. Like he they've. Yeah. Sean McVay's got the quarterback he needs to go out there and prove they've got a is the new the new stadium's open now, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they've got the new stadium. I think they're gonna christen it with Matt Stafford as your your MVP. I think Stafford wins uh, it. It's a it's uh, a long shot. That is your long shot MVP, but I really think he goes out and does it. Right. Because he's such a good quarterback and people just like don't understand the kind of numbers he puts up. You you saved yourself. You did. You saved. I respect you. Um, you're back. I, I, know, my- I know my list is a little quarterback heavy. Um, by quarter by little, I mean I'm quarterback across the line. I think Aaron Donald could potentially sneak in there and grab another MVP. Would not shock me. One oh, Aaron, bit. Aaron Donald's a freaking man. I, I think he really could sneak in there. Do, do you see the clip from the preseason where like quadruple teamed him? Yeah, I seen that. That's they, crazy. So someone, someone, but it's like when you're too good, and it's just it's literally it's four linemen in front of Aaron Donald. I was like, that that is a first. I've never seen a quadruple team in football. I'm I'm gonna write these down so that whenever we get to the point when like my predictions go south, I can look back and laugh at how dumb I was for like 20 minutes. Let's see point. NFC MVP. I said a Aaron. Oh my Lanta. We're making predictions for forever from now. Okay, so I'm gonna write them both down on my notebook. Okay, so we had uh Tampa. I had Tampa Bay. Uh uh I'm gonna call Buffalo just because I think if New England gets to Buffalo in the playoffs, I think it'll be in Buffalo. I think this will be Mac's learning experience of getting to the playoffs. Josh Allen, he's he's young. He's due. I think they've got a really good core down there in Buffalo. Um, I think they, they get beat by Buffalo in Buffalo. I think in 2020, 2022, I think New England come balls out. But I think Buffalo – I think this is Buffalo's year to go back. So I'm taking Tampa Bay Buffalo with Tampa Bay – Going over back to back, I'm taking Mac as your uh, rookie of the year. I think yep. he beats out Trevor Lawrence. Which is <clears> I'm, to, to I'm with think. you. I'm with you on Mac. I agree with you on Mac. Rookie of the year, uh, yep. AFC. Then uh, Patty goes back to back MVP. Then uh, NFC. I know you hate me. Uh, but I'm going Justin Fields. Yep. 
Then uh, MVP, I'm going Stafford. Or I'll say Stafford or Donald. Okay. All right, so my Super Bowl, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be Tampa Bay, the Bucks, mm-hmm. and my Tennessee Titans. You're taking Tennessee? Okay. Tennessee walking out of there. NFC uh, MVP is going to be Aaron. Aaron Rodgers. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little uh, – a little love, rookie of the year in NFC. Uh, let's go with Trey Lance. Trey Lance for the 49ers. AFC rookie, Mac Jones. I'm agreeing with you. And the MVP going to be Derek Henry. Okay. That's it, man. Predictions for days. I love it. We got it locked in. Steak dinner. Steak dinner. Hey, man, last time we bet a steak dinner, I I, I took home a steak dinner. Hey, hey. <laughs> you had, that's what you get for betting against the GOAT, man. I did. I learned my Dude, lesson. I, did, I just want to – because we, we didn't have a podcast back, so I ain't going to talk about this bullshit. Every freaking New England Super Bowl that man has won has taken about 10 years off my life. Every Just every game he's ever played in the Super Bowl has taken 10 years off my life, all like 11 of them. He goes out with his first freaking Super Bowl with Tampa, and they win by, like, 25. It's absolute bullshit. I was watching that game, like, like just ready to, like, sweat bullets. And, like, like because, I mean, I'm still, like, at heart, I'm still going to root for Tom Brady. I still want to see him succeed. Um, except for week four. I'm always going to root for my pass over Tom Brady. Week four is going to be fun. That's going to be a very fun podcast. But he goes out, and they hang like, – they beat Kansas City by 25. Or something stupid. But like they beat him like twenty plus. Like at no point was it ever a close game. Right. And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" But I, I, I say that I, I messed up by going against the goat, and I just went against the goat again. It, it you know what? Congratulations, Tampa Bay is going to win back to back because you said decided to go against uh, Tom. I did. Even though you took you took Tampa in your Super Bowl prediction. I think they're going to be there. You're going to take Tennessee over Tampa Bay. Yeah. Damn. Man. I'm telling you. Get me a cowboy hat. Get me some tight Wranglers. I'm chewing snuff. We're we're going to Tennessee, baby. I I, just, I don't I don't know, man. I just I, I could be completely wrong. I know who I am. This next like, podcast, you're gonna see I'm gonna be tightened tightened up, son. I'm gonna have a Derrick Henry, stuffed, stuffed Derrick Henry beside me, everything. It's going to be stuffed Derrick Henry. We're going to get Vrabel on the podcast and everything. <laughs> get Vrabel on the horn. That'll be the day. Yeah, I'll give him, I'll give him a call. Just like, get out. Oh, my Just God. Me a call. <laughs> All right, man. Last topic Brother. I got on the, uh, on the list. I know it's getting a little bit late. I got one last topic, and I've been, I've been holding off on this. It is the summer of CM Punk Part 2, baby. Punk is back in professional wrestling. AEW is on the rise. Man, dude, it is a great time to be a professional wrestling fan. It is. It is. And everybody who's going to sit here and say, oh, professional wrestling fake. Oh, professional wrestling's for children. Suck it. We don't care. We don't care what you say. Dude, it's it's awesome. It is. Tony, Tony Khan. 
spectacular. Tony Khan is running a hell of a show over there on, he is. on TNT. My God. They just they just signed Punk, apparently to a multi-year deal. They just signed Daniel or Brian Danielson is, is his indie name. And yeah. they just signed Adam Cole. Adam Cole, bye-bye. And then they signed uh, Ruby Soho, who formerly yep. known as Ruby Riot. Um, and Kevin Steen is teasing a comeback. Did you see – have you seen the Twitter? Yes, that's exactly what I'm referring to. Oh, it's like almost there. Yeah. Kevin Steen may be returning. Almost which there. Which is crazy. So, 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 supposedly – Supposedly, KO's contract is up in January now. It is, yes, it is. It is in. It is uh, up at the end of the year. It'll be the end of his his. Uh, which at the end of that, um, because that's what happened. To Adam Cole, his contract ended. He signed with AEW. He showed up on on All Out. They that was the end of the show. Was he him and Brian Danielson both came out? Which oh my god, we popped off like we had a little watch party at the house. We were going nuts. It was incorrect. We because like I. Cole came out because it was rumored uh, Brian Danielson was going to come out, and he didn't. We got Adam Cole, which was a huge shock because like no one thought Adam Cole was going to show up that night. So I was like, "All right, cool, whatever. We'll get we'll get Brian Danielson at at the the Super Show in New York. Like that'll be a big popular in New York." And then Brian Danielson comes out, so we got a double. We got a actually a triple debut at All Out, which is kind of like AEW's WrestleMania kind of thing. It's like their big show. So, um, and you know, in, in something that we, you know, talking about potentials is you still got, I don't know what he might go by. Supposedly there's a different name out there right now, but Bray Wyatt is still out there. Yes. Bray, Bray is, uh, I've heard has a, signed, but is, is, is holding off on his no compete clause. That's the only yeah, thing he's and, waiting um, for. And then you got, whether they do anything with him or not, you got big Strowman out there. Strowman's who's just kind of chilling. I've heard, I've heard he may go to impact. Is what really? I'm hearing. I'm hearing impact for Strowman. Um, you know, that's the cool thing. WWE's got a lot to worry about. Mm-hmm. Which it, it's wild, man. Um, uh, AEW Dynamite for this last this last show in Monday Night Raw. AEW Dynamite beat Monday Night Raw in the 18 to 49 category, which is like mm-hmm. a, a big category uh, to win. Unheard of. That's it's. We're we're getting back to the the old school, like Monday night wars kind of thing. Like it's. Hey man, speaking, speaking of Monday night wars, we got to talk about wrestling, man. Thoughts and prayers, man. Triple yes. H supposedly. Triple H, um, cardiac episode. Supposedly is he had a big thing. cardiac issue. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's been in and out of surgery. Cause I saw an update earlier in and out of surgery. Uh, expect to make a full recovery. Um, yeah. That's thoughts, good. thoughts and prayers out to the game, man. That's. That was I read that this I, morning at work. I was that was crazy. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I've seen some really funny memes about it. I'm sure there's people out there. One one of them was like F, uh Triple H after seeing what Vince did to his NXT, and it was like, <laughs> I was like, mm. I was like, guys, uh, that's what, that's like, guys, it's been five minutes since it was announced. We gotta pump the brakes on the memes for a little bit. We gotta <laughs> chill for a second. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just hope, I hope he's okay, man. That talk about childhood yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, I used to spit water at my mom just for fun, dude. I used to be in a pool and you just get like a quick mouthful and then. <sighs> yeah, man. I mean, you had you had Punk debuting in the ring, which was nuts. It was a good match. I liked the story. It started off really slow, but like for the story they were going for, I I really enjoyed it. Um, we talked about more of this. So actually, I have another podcast I'll have to get you on. It's called uh, Double Down Podcast. It's actually a pro wrestling podcast that I have. Oh, I'm in. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, ten, one, of, one, of my, one of my other bros uh, that I, I worked with on a film set, actually, we got tangled up in, uh, in talking about it. So we actually started that. We have our first episode coming out this week. Um, check us out on Spotify, Double Down Podcast. Um, but yeah, we, yep. talked, we talked a little bit more in depth about the entire show. But the story they talked or they tried to tell with Punk and Darby Allen, which, by the way, Darby Allen is absolutely amazing. I love watching sure. him work. He's an idiot. He's absolutely reckless, but in all of the best ways. He's so yeah. entertaining. But so the story that, I mean, they told, I mean, it's very obvious. It was Darby's very young. He's very energetic. He's like a fucking rat on, on speed. And then Punk is trying to break this ring rust. So the, the beginning of the match, Darby's just, I mean, all over the place. And then Punk's like trying to keep up. And then by the end of the match, Punk is like, he's being very methodical, very strategic about everything he does. One of, one of my favorite, did you watch any of the match? I watched half of it, like the ending part of it. Okay, okay, good. So whenever Darby goes up, it's my favorite spot in the match. It's a, a spot that like not a whole lot of people will appreciate, I feel like, but just like the little the little junkie in me loves is uh, whenever Darby goes for the coffin drop and then Punk, instead of like rolling out of the way, he just sits up. It's such a simple spot, but it's just like, it's so funny. And it like, it makes so much sense because he's like, he's not wasting energy. He's letting Darby take all the damage. And then, you know, he rolls him up, freaking GTS, which, by the way, good God, that was such a good GTS. Both of them. Beautiful. Both of them. Absolutely beautiful. But, yeah, great, great match. Um, Young Bucks and the Lucha Bros put on an absolute clinic Mm -hmm. in that cage. I don't don't know if you watched – I don't know if you watched all of it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I've seen the highlights of that one. Good God. We – like, it was – it's everything I expected that match to be and more. It was, I mean, it was an absolute spot fest, which is what those those four put on. The, it's just an absolute, it's a right. spot fest. Um, they, uh, did you see the uh, the thumbtack Jordan? So for, for people to know what I we're did. talking about, the Young Bucks took, so they have this whole fixation on buying Jordans and they wrestle in, in like vintage Jordans, like very expensive shoes, like $1,000 shoes they wrestle in, which I think is very funny. Um, but... They took a, I think it was a Cactus Jack, and they put thumbtacks on the bottom of the shoe, and then they were kicking each other in the head with a thumbtack shoe. <laughs> it was so dumb, but it got such a big pop. Boys are wild. Dude, it was, and the cage, Jesus Lord, was about 40 feet tall. It was huge, wasn't it? It was massive, and Ray Phoenix flew off the top of it. He diving crossbody. From like 30, from like the heavens. It's like the same, it was like 35, 40 feet, what it looked like. It was probably in reality only like 20, 25 feet, but like it looked. Oh, yeah, we'll say it's 40. It, it was huge. For sure. It was way bigger than regulation. And then another like small thing about that cage that I really enjoyed is that instead of like in WWE, it comes down and sits like on the edge of the ring. So it's like flush with the ropes. Yeah. This went flush with the, with the apron of the ring. So there was room to go like in the ropes and still do stuff in the ropes and like and do springboards and stuff like that. It was a cool redesign of like this, like the simplicity of like a steel cage match where it just attaches yeah. to the ring post and it, it flushes with the ropes. It, it was cool. I really liked it. I did too. I did too, for sure. I, I mean, AEW is in great, it's in a great hands. I, I like what they're doing. Cody Rhodes is just an animal um, with what he's got going on with them. And oh, I love him. Him, him ex- and Malachi are fun as hell to watch. I'm excited. Yeah. It's like I said, it's it's a good time to be a professional wrestling fan, man. I'm in. 
I love it, brother. And Zach, anything to empty the bench? Man, I'm just happy to be back. Let's let's end it on a positive note. Happy man. to be back. Happy to be here. Happy to look at your goofy little face and talk sports and and you know, we got football, we got wrestling, we got everything going on, man. It, it's happening. So I'm pumped up about it. And it, it's like we'll hopefully we'll be able to get these out more on a weekly basis again. Oh yeah, two two a week. Let's say a lot. Two a week. God. Let's get back on a steady one a week so we can get Jacob back on uh, on his on not losing his hair. That's true. We will. pulling his hair we'll, out. We'll, wait for these episodes, man. We'll get on. We'll get on our crazy numbers here in a few. <laughs> once we get once we get rolling, but yeah, man, just just happy to be back. Happy to be chopping it up. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it again. Uh, you know, raise get on raiseenergy.com. Uh, order order some stuff. Use your use the promo code CMPod. Then uh, we'll have. Enjoy it, man. It's, it's a lot of fun what we're doing. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, shout out, shout out Jacob Blair. Shout out Raise Energy for sponsoring us. Um, shout out, shout out to you, Zach, for being an awesome human. Wow. You don't make me cry. <laughs> shout out to the wife for letting me record a podcast at 11.46 p.m. Uh-huh. Always got to shout her out for putting up with our, our bullshit. Oh, she's put up with a lot of it. Uh, more than she probably should have. More, more than she should have. But a lot. Nonetheless. All right, guys. Sure, that has been it for episode six of Coach of the Media Podcast. We'll catch you next week. We gone. Love you.